Welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. Always with me is my co-host, Vincent, and I am Dean. I did that out of order. I am Vincent, and that is Dean. Yes, that that is Vincent. I am Dean. Today's yes. episode... Today's episode went through multiple things. Today was supposed to be the Kenobi episode, but life. So, today's episode is about Ben 10. Ben 10. He thought he was an alien, and then he wasn't. That's not the lyrics at all. Oh, God. <laughs> ben 10. We're going to be talking about, we're, we're doing a three by three. Our nine, nine favorite aliens for Ben 10. Should be 10, but we're doing nine. Um, yeah. Niche topic, but this week also didn't have anything exciting happening. So we're going to talk about our childhood instead. True. It was uh, a more exciting time. Yeah. So um, I guess we don't we don't have a lot of news either. So uh, if you just want to go through yours and I'll go through mine. Oh, sure. All right. Um. Recently, and I believe we covered it on the last episode of the podcast, uh, Atlas has come out and announced that uh, the Persona 5 Royal, as well as Persona 4 uh, Gold Edition and Persona 3 Portable are getting um, brought over to every single console outside of the Nintendo Switch. They have such they have since remedied that at today's uh, Nintendo Direct where it is now being officially announced that it will be coming to the Nintendo Switch as well as Nier Automata coming to it as well. I They're apparently getting rebuilt from the ground up for engines, which is the only way that I see them being possibly playable on the Switch. The Switch can... Oh, I feel like the misconception about the Switch is that it can run... It can run 60 FPS games. It's just developers make it... They, like, cap the frame rate. Like for oh, the system, it, absolutely. It's it's not for me. It's not a question of whether it can run at sixty FPS or not. Because I'm okay with like thirty FPS games. I I've played on console most of my life, so I'm used to it. And I honestly like don't need sixty FPS. My concern is the fact that I think the Switch might explode trying to run the game. It might run at ten frames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is my Switch taking off? I mean, like Persona Five, I, I, Royal. I can, I can kind of see it happening. It can get a little intensive during some of like the scenes and, and like fights and stuff. But like near Automata, the maps for that game are huge. I guess the Switch can run The Witcher, but like, The Witcher does not look good <laughs> on the Switch. Yeah, there's a lot of the yeah. Switcher. Yeah, it's it's a very questionable move, but I mean. I guess they're trying to get it for the Switch. The thing that I've always thought about, right? Or the thing that I've always, like, I guess, yeah, that's the right wording. Is that, like, everybody, I feel like Nintendo consoles are something that, like, almost everybody has, right? Like, it's the the big rivalry isn't, like, the trio, like, Nintendo, place, like Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft. It's Sony... It's Xbox and PlayStation fighting for who has the home console, but like whatever Nintendo releases, people will have. You know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. Nintendo just has too many first party, like childhood, like reminiscing games that people love. Like too many IPs that people know won't go to a different console. Like whether it's Pokemon, Mario, 
you know, Star Fox, whenever they release one of those, or Donkey Kong. Like, their first-party titles are enough for people to buy an entire console. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think it's kind of weird that, like, Atlas would even take this turn, because it's not like people don't have the devices. Like, and for the fact that PC is becoming such a... Like, PC gaming is literally, like, people people are more likely to have a PC than a system nowadays just because like the, uh, the amount of games you can just have. So, yeah. Man. Uh, and, uh, the last bit of news that I have is that we have an official release date for, uh, chainsaw man, uh, part two, um, the sequel to the manga is going to be coming out in Shonen Jump starting July 17th. My sleepy voice does not, you, you won't hear it from me, but I am so excited. I read Chainsaw Man on a whim because I heard one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite like YouTube reviewers talk about it. And then I dove into it and finished it in one night, like at two in the morning. And I was not disappointed. Chainsaw Man is a hell of a ride. Once you guys see the anime, if you haven't read the manga, it's definitely... Definitely something that's not, like, crazy, crazy, like, in-depth, like, Death Note-level tiers of, like, story and philosophy, but, like, it's really cool. Um, is that all you got? That's all I got. Yeah, news this week is not very, uh, not very good. I'm gonna leave, I have this on the first on my list, this is gonna be last, because, like, I might, I might scream. So... Uh, during the Nintendo Direct, along with Atlas announcing uh, those releases, we also got some gameplay of Sonic Frontier, a much later build than what we've seen from the last gameplay footage uh, that we got, and it seems to be pretty polished. We get a look at some characters and how some level design is. It seems to be the open world. Uh, you go into these virtual levels, and the virtual levels uh, seem to like just be similar to previous maps from Sonic games. Like, there's a mm. Green Hill-inspired one, and then there's, like, one that's, uh, like, a Techno City, and the other one that's, like, a like a Sky City, if you understand what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely promising-looking. Ooh, sorry. Um, yeah, I think this might be, like, the first Sonic game that I pick up been a while just because i'm curious about it and i've actually been getting into sonic lore a lot ever since the first movie it seems pretty cool i i hope it i hope it's good sonic comics are also something that i want to get into there's someone i watch on tiktok that does lore videos about sonic and it's pretty (laughs) interesting um that time i got reincarnated as the slimes getting their movie scarlet bond it's releasing outside of japan in 2023 i think it's getting released this year uh in japan uh exciting the slime is a slime slime's cool you think slime's cool vincent Mm -hmm. yeah i think slime is very cool um very marketable very cool um next okay this is random but you like witches? Yeah. You like old witches? Yeah? Uh, yeah? Yeah. Well. Yeah? Hocus Pocus is getting a sequel. <laughs> Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, 
I, I, it's the only like Disney relevant news that I have, so I decided to put it on there. Um, I saw that we have some new set photos for it. Yeah, it looks cool. There's a trailer. It looks cool. Um, it's just so odd. Like, why now? Yeah. Seems but, like everyone's just working their way through their like reboot or hey, remember this thing. That's true. Right now. Nostalgia trips. Yeah. Um uh the last thing I have before I wake up and start screaming. Um all 14 of the One Piece movies are coming to Amazon Prime July 22nd. I think that's pretty f- that's actually like pretty exciting just because a lot of them are either on like just getting to be on Blu-ray and like the last four, I think, or the last three One Piece movies have come to the U.S. with like I think like pretty close airing dates from Japan, like months after. Or I think Stampede was actually like a couple weeks after, and Film Red, uh, the current one might be um, coming like, the same time internationally. I'm not sure. I don't remember if they said anything about that. But, guys, it finally happened. In this direct, we got announced a partner game that I have been... I've been waiting for this. I haven't been, like, at the edge of my seat waiting for it all the time. But today, on my lunch break, I saw that this game got announced. I audibly yelped and was so excited the rest of the day. Mega Man Battle Network is getting a legacy collection. So if you didn't know, most of the Mega Man games have gotten, like all the older Mega Man games have gotten the legacy collection, where it's usually whatever games are in that series get released as a collection, uh, usually like uh, not redesigned, but they get like HD remake, uh, like revamps. Um, and man, if you didn't know, I am... I'm, like, a really big Mega Man fan, but I only like really specific parts of Mega Man. And I was brought into Mega Man by Mega Man Battle Network, and I played Mega Man Battle Network and Mega Man Star Force, and they're my favorite Mega Man games and Mega Man series. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection is my it's going to be my favorite game of 2023. Have I played most of them and completed them 100%? Yes. Will I buy this and do it again? Of course. I... I have. I'm so excited about this. I I love Mega Man. I specifically love Mega Man Battle Network so much. I watched the anime as a kid. I watched it again as an adult in the Japanese. Um, I've played most of the GBA games. I have most of them um, physically. I have the Nintendo DS game, and I will be owning this Legacy Collection as well. I I've played the ROM hacks. Uh, and played them like the some versions have like on Japanese only features, so people have made English patches. I've played all those. I'm just I'm 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 really hyped for this. This is the most exciting thing that's happened, and it happened today. So that's all I have for news. Uh, yeah, do you have anything else before we move on to to Big Ben? Got nothing. All Let's right. Let's get discussing. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about our nine favorite aliens from Ben 10, the entire series. So if you didn't know, Ben 10 is a series started on Cartoon Network about a kid who found a device in a crashed 
site and camp one summer, and that device allowed him to transform into ten different aliens. And I think like twelve plus seasons. Uh, one, two, three, four, four iterations of the show. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a long legacy. Um. Yeah. Um. Do you do you just want to do like every other alien? Like our first, our both of our firsts and the second. This isn't in any yeah. order. I don't have mine in any order. Do you have one? Do you have them in any order? I have them in order. Oh, I don't. I don't really. Have them in order. <laughs> well, then we can just forget about me saying mine's in order. Then <laughs> no, 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 no. Do do yours. Do yours in order. We can we can talk okay. about them because if like. We'll just go, we'll go in your order. If I have one that's on mine, we could talk about it some more. Okay. Well, number one. Number one. Number one. Are you wanting to go first? No, you go. Or, oh, I go? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you go. Number one for, uh, for me. Um, well, I guess this is technically number nine for me <coughs> for moving up. Uh, number nine. Is Heat Blast. You know, I was going to put Heat Blast because he is the original one. But I, I don't know. I He's feel like the there, was, OG. there was a missed opportunity of having not, instead of Ultimate Swamp Fire, being Ultimate Heat Blast. Just saying. Yeah, I always I always got sad um, whenever Swamp Fire... Like, I like Swamp Fire. He's a cool alien. Uh, the fact that it, what it's wild vine and it's kind of like wild vine and heat blast together. Combined, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. A lot of the alien, um, all of the alien force aliens kind of feel like just a combination ca- of two aliens. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> uh, but like you know, I like I I really like heat blast, and I and I am I'm, I'm fond of uh, wild vine. So like. I wasn't the biggest fan of Swampfire, <laughs> even though he is just a better Heat Blast. Uh, uh kind, it, it, kind of. I mean, but, a baby, a baby Pyronite can go supernova. That's true. Uh, heat Blast is just cooler, though. No, he, he's yeah. he's like the male version of Lava Girl, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about that, but yeah. Lava um, Man. Have you ever seen the design? I know you didn't watch Omniverse. Have you look up the design of Heat Blast and Omniverse? They give him toes, but like they're like claws. <laughs> um, I also kind of like the way that they slimmed down his design in uh, Omniverse. He also has a really cool transformation. But no, yeah, I think I swamp. Now Swamp Fire. Heat Blast, Blast has always had the toes. What? Oh, I don't I don't remember it from the original series. Or are you telling me you didn't look at their feet? No, I, I didn't. Oh, okay. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's that supposed to mean? Um, I really do like Heat Blast. I just think, like, I don't know. I, I didn't, He's not on my list. But I definitely think he is, he is one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah, solid pick. Solid pick. I like it. I like it. Are we just going to go through my list and then go on to yours, or? Uh, no, I'll grab one from mine. Great. Uh, 
Okay, on the top of mine is Swamp Fire. Oh, I well I, then. I really like Swamp Fire. Something about like, okay, so like flo- his fluorokinesis, I think, is really cool. The fact that like besides him like throwing fireballs, which is like his only pyro, like his only pyrokinetic ability, he's like super strong and like kind of can manipulate his size and he can regrow. Like he's like despite there being another plant species on like in the series he's the only one that we've really seen that can like literally come back from nothing slash regenerate almost anything yeah um that's true he's really i mean he's kind of an integral character to like ending the hybrid invasion and alien force because he saved the one hybrid and like he gave him like the arm the swamp fire like arm yeah um yeah, I I don't know. He's he is like the Swamp Fire of the reboot or of the sequel series, uh, or not the Swamp, the, the Heat Blast of the sequel series. Yeah. Um. And he gets an ultimate form, and I really I kind I have like a bittersweet relationship with Ultimate Swamp Fire because on one hand, Blue Fire cool, right? On the other hand, he kind of just looks like a giant blueberry. Uh, yeah, but that fight with Vokex was really cool, and the fact that he did like a fire blast underwater, uh, yeah. and it did damage was really cool. But um, yeah, and if you look up the Omniverse design of him too, so in Omniverse, uh, Heat Blast like goes through or not Heat Blast, Swamp Fire goes through like a maturity thing because he's a plant, right? Yeah. So like the original design happens in like the first like part of the episode but then you see him like change and like wilt and then like i think you see like swamp fire die and then like he comes back as like a new blooming uh like version of himself which was just an excuse to redesign him uh which i like a lot less than the original design uh but there's parts of him that i like does he have gills uh in the redesign yeah uh i don't think they're supposed to be gills but they look kind of like gills. Um, yeah. And, like, the other parts of his chlorokinesis where he can, like, create, like, toxins or something like that and gases. I just think that's really cool. Uh, they're also flammable, so you can set stuff on fire. Um, yeah, yeah, super cool. Um, All right. Yeah, what's, what's, your number, what's your number eight? Number eight? Spider Monkey. Spider Monkey is I another solid pick. <laughs> love Spider Monkey. He's he's. I hate the. I I hate spiders. <laughs> but I um, like monkeys. But I like monkeys. I really like monkeys. And the fact that, uh, much like Spider Man, this is a spider adjacent, uh, <laughs> spider character. Uh, I I am a big fan. Uh, Wait, so I, do you not like spiders, man? <laughs> No, <laughs> I really don't. I I really don't like it when when Peter turns into the spider. Uh, <laughs> that that really that episode of the animated series where they like reference that comic uh, made me really uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you not happy for the Sunbreak monster? That's just a giant spider. <laughs> no, I'm not. You know. 
side tangent uh when i was a kid my mother took me to the harry potter movies when they came out in theaters oh no really awesome thing oh really awesome (laughs) i had arachnophobia at this point in my life Mm -hmm. when the second movie came out Mm -hmm. and we go in and i had and she read the book to me before we went in Uh uh-huh but i was a little kid with adhd Uh uh-huh i didn't think about the fact that there was a giant a giant spider. Yeah. That had a nest of giant spiders. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very important part of the story and was completely uh, ignored by you. Completely ignored by me. I had a horrible time. That oh. being said, Spider Monkey. Really cool. Do you the like Ultimate webbing, Spider do you like Ultimate Spider Monkey? Since he's I do. more since he has more spider features. Uh See, I've realized that, like, so the if the legs were the main transportation uh, method and there weren't, like, regular arms and legs there, I would have been more, I would have been more upset. <laughs> um, if the face was more spider-like, I would have been I- extremely upset. <laughs> we need to read Spider Island and talk about it on the podcast. That just sounds like a bad time. Why would anyone go there? <laughs> Oh, it's a it's an event in Marvel where everybody gets spider powers, but they also turn into spiders. No, why? That sounded so cool until you said the last bit. Oh, there's a there's a tie-in comic from the Secret Wars from 2018 that like takes place in like a world where like Spider Island never ended, and there's so many spider people like Shang Chi with eight arms. What? Or so I think it's like Iron Fist, but you know. <laughs> sounds ridiculous. That sounds like a lot of fun, though. Do, do they actually look like spiders? Yes, they are hairy. They have the eyes. They have multiple appendages. Do they have the mandibles? Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> the mandibles no. get me. Oh, what about no, the episode? They do. What about the they episode do. of Billy and Mandy? Do you not like Billy's son? Oh, <laughs> die spider die, dude. Billy was like the one of the most relatable characters for me you. when I was a kid. Because like no, like honestly, like I I uh I was absolutely horrified of clowns growing up. Uh, I, I, I I've since like come to love them. Uh, and all. Mostly because, like, my family would would go camping every single year, and there's a parade in the town that we camp at, and they have a local clown that's like that goes. Oh, that sounds so fucking scary. (laughs) That sounds Uh, so scary. Well, I don't know. He's he was a very cool guy. I met him uh, a couple of times. Heard his jokes. Uh, He would since he was old, he would forget things. You know, as old people do. Um, Does he? Did he inspire Shallow? No. Okay. No. no, he he was really funny and very PG. For those but who like, don't know, Shell- like, Shello is Vincent's character in D&D. Yeah, he's a he's a, a turtle. He's a, he's um, a turtle bard. Yeah, he's a turtle bard uh and an uh asshole. Um yeah. but but like uh there's this he would do this routine every single time in the parade where he would like have these uh toy um milkshakes. Oh, on no. a tray and uh-huh. a big sign that said free shake uh he would like walk up and be like oh you want a free shake and the and the, all the kids like me would be like oh a milkshake sounds great Th- this is a very hot place for a parade and my parents did not bring any water yes please <laughs> um of course that's what you would that's what the child would think but in reality they were more like uh, yeah 
Um, and so he'd just be like, whoa, and just start shaking his hips aggressively. Um, <laughs> and there was this one time where he did this to me and I was very upset afterwards. And there was, um, I had just like talked my mother into at the like arts and craft show nearby. Uh, she, I talked her into buying me, um, a toy bow and arrow set. And so <laughs> I looked at my grandfather, I looked at my grandfather and said, Papa, get me my bow. I need to shoot the clown. <laughs> get this man his bow. That's great. But yeah, Spider Monkey's really cool. Yeah, but Spider Monkey. <laughs> no, I think he looks really. I really like him. Um, I just there is some interesting. There is that one character in Alien Force. I've I've been watching uh, Carl the artist like recap the episodes. Um, yeah, and there's the one episode where well, there's the one episode where like they go to the Arachnus uh, Arach. What are they called? Arachnichimps. The Arachnichimp yeah, home planet. But then there is also the arachnichimp that like is like working with the hybrid and like is pretending to be like the prince of like a world and something like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about. They're pretty prominent characters. It's definitely one of Ben's best hand-to-hand combat characters. Really cool, really agile, very funny. Yeah, very I, I really funny. like it when when Ben takes like a Spider-Man. It's like it's it's like it's kind of like a Spider-Man reference, honestly. The fact that it uh, zips around with webs and then like cracks jokes at people while doing mm-hmm. it. Um, I I love it whenever Ben's alien personality, well, whenever Ben's personality actually like just comes through because he's he's such a little shit. Yeah. most of the time. It's um. It was said. I think it was said by like Derek J. Wyatt or someone on the crew that like the the aliens aren't like a hundred percent the alien like there's some morsel of ben's dna within it or else like he wouldn't have a sense of self or something like that yeah so i definitely think that's like through a lot of them um yeah i i i really like spider monkey too uh my my next one is cannonbolt 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 me as a kid can't I like if I had to say my original like the OG series my favorite alien it would be Cannonbolt. Um, the debut episode of Cannonbolt was fucking sick. Uh, the fact that Ben technically technically um, Cannonbolt's race don't actually do what Cannonbolt does. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. I know the name. Albert. Arborian Arborian Pelorona. Arborian Pelorona. They they use their shells as like a defense mechanism, but Ben uses it it uses it as an offensive mechanism. If that's not the creativity of a 10-year-old, I would never I don't know what is. Cuz he turned this fucking weighted ball into a literal fucking cannonball and I love it. Like Ultimate Cannonbolt is not cool at all. It's just a plated cannon bolt that's gray, but OG cannon bolt is awesome. When he transformed into an alien force, I thought it was a great throwback because I think a lot of people loved it. He replaced Ghost Freak as the 10th transformation for Ben after Ghost Freak left. Mm-hmm. So he was actually in the opening, unlike other ones like Ditto, Wildvine, and like the Inert transformations that he got. Um, 
if you didn't know, the inner system is where uh, Frankenstrike, the wolf, and the mummy are from. Yeah. Uh, I didn't pay that much attention to Ben 10 lore until I started rewatching it because, like, remembering stuff as a kid. But no, Cannibal's awesome. He might have killed, like, the last of a species, uh, and he is the last of a species, but pretty awesome. He, he killed the giant tick thing. Um, mm. Yeah. No, Cannibal's awesome. Cannibal's, Cannibal's very cool. He's also one of the aliens where uh, Gwen, when she was Gwen 10, got to be, uh, which was very disconcerting to, to see uh, Cannonbolt uh, with a slim figure and, um, <laughs> you know, some some uh, some special kind of lips, you know. Um, it, he, he, he's like a panda. Like, one, one thing that I never got when In I was a kid. In many ways, yes. And I... I know, uh, but like one thing that I never got when I was a kid, just because like they, I don't think they ever really covered it. Uh, outside of the armored parts of his body, he's covered that he's covered in fur. Oh, I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, he's never gotta thought, be like super soft. You know, I never like, thought of nice. him being like a mammal-like creature. I always thought that the hard shell was just like I never thought of as as an armadillo. I always just thought of him as a bug. Yeah, because he's more like a roly poly. Yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. That's something but I didn't know about. But he's covered in fur. I, I know so much unnecessary information about Ben 10, and I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Anyway, right. number, th- number seven. Number seven for me is Goop. I was going to put love Goop. Goop was so, f- Goop was so is close so to be on cool. my list. Goop is such an awesome alien, and oh my god, I can't tell you how upset I was that Goop didn't get an ultimate transformation. What would ultimate Goop be? (laughs) Okay, he wouldn't need the fucking UFO. Well, the whole point of it is the fact that Goop's planet didn't have a lot of gravity, so they were able to move that way. So he has an artificial gravity manipulator. Exactly. an artificial gravity But he'd be with ultimate goop should be able to do that on any planet and just have his own gravity system to himself that wouldn't need he wouldn't need like to worry that an outside source would be able to like take take it away i i don't know what else it could be uh but a bunch I, of goop. i don't i'm More not goop. i'm not an alien force maker More goop. Uh, but like goop uh first off the voice oh my god it was the funniest thing to me when I was a kid. I died. I was laughing so hard whenever Goop was on screen. Because, you know, it just sounds like you, you do that thing where you put your, like, finger between your lips. And you're like, it's just so funny. I was going to say, it's like, you, like you're like you speaking into a fan, like a moving fan blade. Yeah. But, yeah, that works. Um, And then also, like... uh. So I, I haven't really watched Omniverse. I've watched lots of clips of it. Yeah. Um, so I have like a kind of basic understanding of the show. But the fact that they brought Albedo back and Albedo used Goop. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, for people that don't know, Albedo is like an evil version of Ben. If you're watching, it, by the way, if you're, if you're watching this episode and you don't know anything about Ben 10, uh, good on you for being a loyal listener, but why are you listening to us talk about the show you don't know about? Because Ben 10's cool, dude. Um, but, like, 
Albedo, Albedo is just another person with the Omnitrix who's most of the time stuck on their transformation of a human whose DNA is just Ben. Um, so it just looks like a, a like red colored version of Ben. Um, that is the simplest know, way to explain Albedo's episode. Yes, yes. Ab- absolutely. Um, but Albedo, when Albedo was Goop, you know how they made Goop seem evil? They just made him red. <laughs> yeah. Red mean bad. That man bad. <laughs> so Albedo, I want to do like a quick, I want to do like a quick thing, just, like <laughs> explaining Albedo. But if you don't watch, if you don't watch Ben Ten, why are you watching this episode? But if you do, you don't need me to explain it. Well, but we the can't fa- explain the it without that, talking about gray matter. The fact which that, might be on the list. The fact that Goop isn't green, I feel like, is an error. Because everybody else is like the correct color species. There's no because like none of it's just their costumes. Like in Omniverse, they gave a lot of them clothes, and like and, and then their eyes are red. <laughs> yeah, I mean like the red Omnitrix is very like albedo, like themed because of like what happened after like the sink happened and like his default his defunction dysfunctional Omnitrix like kind of lost the war against Azmuths. Like yeah. It makes sense that like their dial, their eyes, that makes sense because, oh, it kind of makes sense because his DNA, his copy of Ben's DNA got corrupted. So like, I guess like it, it could have been like blue, but it just turned red and Ben has green eyes. So it might've just, <laughs> it did like a control F and found all of the colors and was just like red, all, all green turned red, including your eye color. Uh, because if you didn't know, all of them are, have green eyes because, uh, Ben has green eyes, thus proving the fact that, uh, a portion of Ben's DNA is still in the alien. Yeah. Um, except if you don't have eyes, (laughs) like wild, what? Oh yeah. The last thing about goop that I really like, the last thing I'll say about him is the fact that he is either, uh, he is one of two things. He is either glue or acid great <laughs> wonderful or acid why are these the only two options that he was given why couldn't he be like jello? i think that would be such a much a, more delicious hero i think goop is like the if it's the for the fact that like we don't know like we're never given we're, we just see him fight stuff occasionally but like we don't know like the upper limits of like how far like the gravity manipulator can like take him because technically he could fly you know what I mean? Yeah. The gravity manipulator just like put him into a ball and just flew him over somewhere. Who knows how long the gravity manipulator could go? Because I don't think it's ever explained. But Ben is just the pile of goo, and is the gravity manipulator Ben or because it's the Omnitrix? I think, but but it's not because when Azmuth, when Vilgax turned into Goop. They just grabbed the Omnitrix from Goop, like the uh, the gooey part, and then just took oh. it off of him. Remember? Right. So um, I don't know if it's like an the Omnitrix's AI that takes over because this is this is only one of two examples of the Omnitrix. Well, it's one of two examples that I can think of right now. There's a couple more where the Omnitrix creates a handicap i guess you could say or a device to assist the alien to work for ben 
the gravity yeah. manipulator and then if it, within the same series within the same time within the same set of 10 aliens they did that with like brainstorm too yeah with brain, the, it's with a breathing app it's a breathing apparatus yeah because yeah. he's an aquatic he has to creature. breathe underwater yeah yeah so like technically goop could like fight anything i mean he's acid he can just turn into goo he can go through salt almost he's one of solid his stronger matter. aliens that just sort of goes unutilized he also has like strength feats where he fights things like if he condenses like he can just become solid like more solid matter and like i'm pretty sure he's moved like bars of steel before so like yeah that's he's definitely killing humans but like <laughs> definitely definitely because they asked it too but he's yeah. <laughs> He's super he's super resilient. He's able to regenerate himself. He's able to breathe underwater uh and deal with intense heat. Like he's just a really like good alien that they oh use gosh. in like six episodes. I need to look it up right now. I uh I thought Goop was part of the same race as the thing from Secret of the Omnitrix. What the fuck is it called? You know the See, gooey thing? The, the orange gooey thing. From the movie Secret of the Omnitrix? Uh, the orange gooey thing from Secret of the Omnitrix. I don't remember what... I don't know what you're talking about. Orange thing. It was with Tetrax on the ship. It was the pilot of Tetrax's ship. You don't remember it? Tetrax. Um, the diamond head? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm going to send it. I'm going to send an image to you. Give me a second. Oh, Bluto? Yeah, I thought Bluto was, like, the same thing. Because, like, he also has, like, some type of apparatus around him. You know what I mean? And if it's similar, then I would assume that everything that Bluto's does, Ben's just does, but better, since it's the Omnitrix, you know? Uh, I don't think they're related. Yeah? They're from. They're different species. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Goop's awesome. Goop is awesome. Um, for my third one, I chose the other plant boy, Wildvine. Uh, because I I have a thing, like I really like in an, in anime and like power systems. I like fire, and I also like like chloro like flower like plant manipulation a lot mm -hmm. just because i think it's cool because a lot of the times like it can be brought back to like nature and like becoming one with nature and different things like that i really like poison ivy and swamp thing in dc comics and like i think their abilities are cool and being one with nature and like uh in marvel like Krakoa and everything like that i think that's all cool wildfire also had like crazy feats in its debut episode and like it could use its tendrils to like do crazy things and add like the seed bombs and shit. Yeah, I thought yep. Wildvine was really cool. Wildvine's sick. Yeah. Um, 
what the first episode that he was in uh was the was when they were in like a carnival right um i don't think so the first episode was when they some kind of like park or something i thought they met their aunt they went to meet their aunt agnes i think oh no that was a different episode what was the wild divine debut episode i can look it up real quick I it was in ah, who cares um <laughs> he's cool I like um him. neat fact about uh wild vine uh mm-hmm. when azimuth got the dna sample from wild vine it was uh that florin or florian or whatever the species is called uh, was actually being possessed by an ectoneurite, specifically a uh, ghost freak, uh, ghost freak sample, uh, who is called freaking what's it called? Uh, the scare. So the original sample of ghost freak, who is the scare, was actually possessing the wild vine DNA sample. So that's how, because oh. ectoneurites technically don't have DNA, or they're not living creatures. So the only way that an ectoneurite could be technically scanned for their DNA is if they're possessing another creature with DNA. So fun fact about okay. fun fact about wild vine. Uh, also, that the reason, if you didn't know, it's a scare. Uh, all ectoneurites live in the consciousness of their DNA. I think they they do have DNA, or the only reason that azimuth found him was because he was in the wild vine sample but uh no matter where their consciousness or no matter what piece of dna it is or where it's stored or what it's in their consciousness always lives on so that's why ghost freak is like the most dangerous sample interesting yeah no anyway number six number six is our boy cannonball Back to Cannibal. We've already talked about him. God, I love Cannibal. He's Back so Cannibal. Cool. His ultimate form. He's a silver marble. I no, love. Sil- I hate silver I marbles. I hate ultimate Cannonball. I, uh, but the biggest and best part for me was he was a part. He was a big part of one of my favorite episodes when I was a kid, which was when Ben got sucked inside of Sumo Slammers. Oh my gosh! There was Sumo that co- Slammers here. was the episode of classic Benton. do you remember do you remember the online game on the cartoonnetwork.com yes when you would go around the factory floors and you would pick up the sumo slammer cards yes no there was a sumo slammer game oh that that one too yeah yeah yeah. it was a, like a side scroller right uh no it was like a it was like a semi-platformer semi-platformer, semi-platformer. okay yeah it was i thought that was so cool i think i thought there should have been an entire season about sumo slammer versions of aliens right Dude, the Sumo Slammers Smackdown. Um, I wish that was real. Episode was so good. <laughs> I wish Sumo Slammers would be a real TCG. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's he's awesome. I totally forgot about that episode. It's so cool. He gets a little top knot. No. He gets awesome. his tiny little cop, uh, top knot. No, that's awesome. Um Good segue into that because the reason that they were even in the Sumer Slammers game was because of Upgrade. Upgrade. I love Upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade's awesome. Do you like Upgrade? I like Upgrade. I I, I enjoy his his species. I like Ship more. 
I, 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 it's because we see shit more. That's true. Uh, in Omniverse, they introduced this guy called Malware, who is like, so you know, like the, so they're technically not like a natural species. Like upgrade species is the galvanic mechamorph, and they're technically they were created by Azmuth, right? Yeah. On Galvan, like Galvan Prime or Galvan Two. Yeah. Uh, and there was an Omniverse, there was an evil one who, who it, he like got corrupted or something during his creation. So he turned red because, you know, in Ben 10, all evil things are red. That's true. Red um, equal bad guy. Green equal good guy. And uh, Malware, like he like, was, abs- he like absorbed other upgrades or other galvanic megamorphs and like he would absorb technology so his thing was that instead of him upgrading technology he would just assimilate it so kind of like ship but without the upgrading so he would just assimilate technology and that's how he got stronger interesting yeah uh yeah no i really like upgrade i thought the uh, the idea of upgrade is so cool whenever he uses it in the show i think it's awesome there's an episode on omniverse where Ben turns into upgrade and upgrades Kevin's car. And he's just like, he's just like, have you been able to do this the entire time I've known you? And he was just like, you told me never to touch your car. And then he turns Kevin's car into a giant Megazord to fight another Megazord made of other cars. I forgot about that episode. It is a great episode. That's fantastic. That is a wonderful episode. Um, yeah, I, I just think Upgrade's a really cool thing. I think Upgrade is like the alien I would want to have a transformation of in the modern age. Yeah. Um, Dude, I could I could like I could like be upgrade and like hit my PC and then I would be the 3080 Ti. It it wouldn't be a 3080 Ti, it'd be like the 60 6980 Ti because you'd upgrade yeah. it. Dude, the games would have to load to catch up to me oh yeah you could be Crazy. in the games i, I could be in the you games. could be in sumo slammers <laughs> no that'd be awesome except like you'd be playing sekiro and just die i mean dude there's a chance there's a chance that ben 10's gonna get you a would multiverses ch- you, you would know just cheat uh that was leaked i i i i guarantee you he's gonna be in multiverses i'm, I'm so excited hard. for him to be in yeah. dude um, it's gonna be like Pokemon Trainer. I don't know how they're gonna be able to select the aliens, though. I don't know. No matter what they do, someone will be upset. Yeah, and it might be me. <laughs> why can't Why can't I play Why can't I play Cannonball? <laughs> why Why um, can't I play as my number five? Ditto. I think Ditto. Okay, so in the Ditto reboot is the funniest in character. the in the reboot. So there's so many different character. There's so many different aliens after Ditto that just have Ditto's ability, but are usually I was so better. mad when Echo Echo came out, dude. <laughs> I, I I I saw him. He said Echo Echo. And I heard his voice. And I was like, oh, cool, a sound based character. And then he split apart. And I was like, what? What? What the fuck? Where's Ditto? He's not funny in this character. He's funny when he's Ditto, though. <laughs> Dude, when when he transforms into Ditto for the first time, and like he gets pulled apart into two different versions of himself. 
it's so fun it's so funny because like the the first ben just looks back at the other one he's like oh sick <laughs> he's like more of me. as the other one is like screaming because he's about to die he's like this is amazing um so echo echo and then in the reboot there's another one called slapback and anytime so how he multiplies this anytime one takes damage right the other one it, they multiply so like he fissions off and then a copy is created that is stronger and more durable than the previous one right mm-hmm. and then it just keeps stacking like exponentially <laughs> so eventually slapback like he creates a slapback that's like bigger than a car that's super strong <laughs> so it's like reverse russian nesting dolls that's so weird that's cool though yeah but ditto's funny <laughs> no, i think ditto's cool he's voiced by uh whatchamacallit the one of the what are the, the animaniacs, the animaniacs? Yeah. yeah no, no that's Dude, awesome. it, it kind of so looks happy. like it kind of looks like him too he act they, they act like the animaniacs no they're awesome there's also some cool fights with ditto because like it, there's just more of him so like numbers uh yeah. the biggest drawback is the pain thing though that's true but but no. you know what i think ben's kind of a masochist so he's probably into it <laughs> i think uh it, i think all of the tennisons just have really high durability and strength stats they they Probably. dump all of their they dump all of their stats into strength, dex or constitution. Uh, I wanna I wanna go I wanna fact check uh, the one time Grandpa Max, uh, I think he like punched one of Vilgax's things, he like punched mm-hmm. one of Vilgax's robots and it broke, uh, or the one time he got hit by a laser point blank and survived. <laughs> well, Grandpa Max is the real G. Um, and the real G Arctiguana is because he's my number, he's my number one, two, three, four, five. He's my number five. I love Arctiguana. Arctiguana was introduced during the future Ben episode, and yeah. we didn't see him for so long in the show, but his he name was- stuck with me. And so did well, his we didn't design. See him until Ultimate Alien, right? Yeah. Arctic One is awesome. He has another one of he those elemental powers. The end of the episode. Yeah. Well, what do you name him? Sub Zero. That's boring. Arctic I love Arctic <laughs> He's such a neat. He's a, he's the nichest character of this niche show, but I love him. Uh, yeah, he's just super cool. I like his abilities. He seems to have like the ability to turn things freezing or beyond that so he's super cool um ben 23 calls him mr uh, he calls him freeze lizard oh yeah it's pretty great i don't think i'd be friends with I, it sounds like i'd bully ben 23 ben 23 comes from a universe that my uncle uh uncle <laughs> uncle ben <laughs> grandpa max died oh so instead of him like, I don't know. The Origins never said how he gets the Omnitrix, but, you know, the Omnitrix didn't seek out Ben. It, suck, it seeked out, or it sought out Uncle... Uh, uncle? He's not his fucking uncle. Grandpa Max. And since Ben had his, like is his grandson, 
it found the closest matching DNA, right? That's like the canon reason why Ben has the Omnitrix is because instead of going farther to get Max, it just got closer to Ben because of the <laughs> matching DNA. Yeah. Uh, so I only imagine that when Azimuth sent out the Omnitrix, that since Max was dead and he didn't know about it, it just went to Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like raised in like, he, since he doesn't have like the morals and like the teachings of Max, he just becomes like a wannabe superstar and like publicizes his aliens and like does like TV shows and sponsorships. He becomes like a YouTuber and social media influencer. Um, <sighs> instead of shake, sh- instead of uh, what is it called? What's the shake place supposed to be called? They can shake. No, in Ben no, 10. No, that's a real one. <laughs> uh, What's it called? It is... Burger Shack. Burger Shack. Or, or, or are you talking about Mr. Smoothie? Mr. Smoothie. So instead of a Mr. Smoothie, he has a Mr. Heroes, and it's a Euro place. He gets euro. Of course, and he, he doesn't actually. And of course, he doesn't like euros. He also calls smoothies yokel food. Um. Yeah, I'd bully him. <laughs> yeah. Um. He he's not the he's not the best character. Um. So yeah, uh, who's your number four? I'm curious in your top three. Well. My number four is a rock-solid man by the name of Diamond Head. Another classic alien. I, I love I love classic Ben 10. Um, but I will say, when they brought him back in Ultimate Alien and he had like the purple rocks that covered yeah, Chromastone. In Alien like, Force. He looks so cool. And then like he, and then he was one of the aliens that they brought out for the Generator Rex crossover. Uh, and he got drawn in the Generator X art oh, style. Oh, we need to do an episode cool. about that. Because Heroes United is probably like the best of both of those series. Dude, I was just, I was frothing at the mouth at the idea of Ben just taking out Upgrade to use on Rex. Yeah. That just sounded insane. Yeah. Generator Rex is a series that I wish would come back. Yeah. I like Generator X. Um, Diamond Head... His fight against Vilgax, like, after Chromastone just gets, like, destroyed, and then yeah. Diamond Head comes back, like, I I, I watched a, re- like, like I said before, like, uh, I watched, like, the uh, recaps of these episodes. Him coming back uh, and being, like, Ben's most, probably, because, like, we find out in the classic series that in between episodes, like, Ben trains with his aliens, so, like, mm-hmm. him pulling out all of these moves isn't, like, out of his ass. He's, like, actually trained in between uh, with Max, who at the time he didn't know was a trained plumber, but probably gave him tips. Yeah. Because, um, you know, he, he had worked with, he probably had worked with or had been with, like, some of those species in some shape or form. At the very uh, least, the Petrosapiens, of course, because yeah. of how, like, prevalent they are in the plumbers. Yeah. So... Him, him being like <clears throat> him getting that alien is like him literally pulling out like it's it's literally like f- freaking 
like Yugi playing Dark Magician. Like it's literally a card. It's it's something that he's comfortable with. It's something that he knows very well. You know what I mean? There's a better comparison out there, but like he literally got an alien that was literally like an OG, something he's trained with for a long time, and something he probably knows like the back of his hand, and just demolishes Vogax with it. He's probably one of Ben's most versatile aliens if it wasn't for the fact that he can't fly and I'm guessing he might be really heavy for swimming. Yeah. Um, but like the offense and de- defensive capabilities of him is crazy. Man. I really love that. And also that like it's the same species that Tetrax is a part of and Tetrax is such a cool character. <laughs> yeah. And like he killed his whole species. But... You know, yeah. that's why that's why chromosome exists. But that's true. Um, I definitely think uh, it's really cool. I think the Petro Sapiens in general are really cool. Um, just like the versatility, like he they can make stuff, they can generate things, he shoots stuff. It's just really cool. Um, my favorite version of Diamond Head is actually Ben Ten Thousand from the OG series. Hmm. Because the way that he takes the black and white. So one of my least favorite things about like the like as Ben 10 moves away from the classic series is the modernization of some of the looks like I really like the black and white instead of green for the Omnitrix. Like I think green as Ben's color is cool. Yeah. And somewhat being an accent color. But I feel like the green, I feel like the white and black is more synonymous with Ben 10 if people have watched the OG series. You know what I mean? I completely agree. Green becomes his color like later on. And I honestly think it's just because like the, during the transformation and everything like that, they made some of Ben's colors green. Uh, yeah. And the fact that like the recharge thing was like a a green ring. Like some of the, the color green didn't become something prevalent until the second season. Uh, yeah, but I definitely totally like, jacket. yeah. So I think like the suits, like with OG forearms, I think it looks really cool, but Ben 10,000 forearms, like the way that they just use the suit color, like black and white, super simple, but like the way that they do the designs and everything like that, I think those look way better than any of the green. Fuck, an Omniverse fucking forearms just becomes like an Italian with overalls. He gets a mustache. No. Uh, he just looks like a plumber. Uh, <laughs> but like some of the designs, like I feel like just look better in white and white and black. Uh, and I definitely think that diamond head later on, it doesn't get as bad for him in Omniverse. Like they just changed the white out for green, but I feel like there's some color clashing just because like, it's good to have white and black. I'm going on color theory on a color theory tangent right now, but like green doesn't go with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when a color palette is, just when a color from a color palette is just changed out with a color that it doesn't really complement it that well, it doesn't look good. Like a lot of the aliens don't look good with green on them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> uh, my number four is Wrath. Wrath. I I really like Wrath. Wrath is you know who Wrath is right. 
Yeah, the yeah. tiger. Yeah, Tony's he's the Tony tiger. the tiger. Uh, <clears throat> he kind of speaks like Lobo from DC Comics. Um, he speaks in third person. Uh, besides that, he's definitely like Ben's one of Ben's strongest slash toughest brawlers. Um, and he he's just cool. He has the claw. Um, his debut episode was interesting, and like we we see Ben trapped in another alien form, uh, which isn't a trope yet, um, but it's something that happens occasionally to him. Um, <clears throat> I like to think that Wrath is just everything that Ben doesn't say, and it just comes out when he's this transformation. Uh, there's in Omniverse. Speaking of clothes, in Omniverse, they make him a luchador. What? They they give him a luchador costume. Oh, and later on, <laughs> later on in the series, he gets so okay. Long story short, he gets this alien, which is like the precursor to all alien life in the galaxy, and he's able to sample different pieces within the Omnitrix, and he can turn his body into that DNA because he's slime, right? Mm-hmm. So he can like shape shift like something that he does like pretty often is like he'll train he'll change some of his body into like um he'll he'll oh so like he'll change some of his body into like uh <clears throat> diamond head like right so something that he does uh like early on in his debut is he turns his parts of his body into a sword and a shield for. I forget for who, but they use that as like a sword and shield, but it's made of Diamond Head's DNA, right? Or mm-hmm. uh, he creates, um, what does he do? Uh, okay, so for Accelerate, like he was playing around with Ben and Ben was moving around as Accelerate and off of Ben's, off of Accelerate's tail, he creates this anchor that's made of Diamond Head. So, like, it's, like, a diamond anchor that weighs him down. Hmm. Um, But anyway, uh, in this episode, uh, Ben also turns on the multi-language feature of the Omnitrix, and he only speaks in Spanish. Oh, Um, God. And and he, uh, Skurd is the name of the alien, like, goo thingy. Uh, So, Skurd transforms Wrath's arm into a giant flaming mace from uh, Heat Blast DNA. And Wrath, like, goes on a Spanish monologue, and it's amazing. And he's wearing a luchador outfit. (laughs) Wrath and Fuego! (laughs) It's it's an episode. They're also fighting Velgax with George Washington. What? Yeah, (laughs) but... (laughs) Omniverse uh, kind of gets crazy. George oh, Washington is, an, is the original plumber, by the way. And oh, of course, the apple of course he is. The, the apple tree is actually Vilgax's ship. No, or the cherry tree. Yeah. Oh my god! No. And he shoot he shoots an electrified axe out of a out of a gun. All right, I'm upset. <laughs> Episode done. <laughs> Episode, episode over um, with. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I want to see your top. My three. number, my number three. 
is also uh, what I think is the most bullshit thing that they've ever done to the series. Mm-hmm. But I love him so much. And they had they had to handicap him the hardest out of any other creature that I have seen in a piece of media so far. Mm-hmm. Alien X is my number three. Mm. He is so cool, and I was so confused about what his powers were for the longest time until they kept bringing him back out. Um, Because at first, all he did after they just argued, after two giant masks argued in space for hours and Ben told them to shut up and they started listening, um, he then reversed time and repaired a dam. Mm-hmm. And then we never saw him again. Uh, yes. <laughs> for the longest time, I was like, oh, after they're done yelling, they can make time go backwards. Cool. <laughs> I And then, like, the episode happened where, like, he, he used him against Vilgax or something, and he was shooting beams. I was like, oh, cool. He can do other things. And then I stopped watching Ben Tem. Years later... A video pops up in my recommended and it says why alien X is the most powerful alien. And I was like, you know what? 30 minutes on explaining this. Sure. I can get along with it. And I found out that alien X survived the multiverse being destroyed or the universe being destroyed. And then after they were done arguing, he just created a copy of it. What? I thought he could just fix dams and shoot lasers. Nope. Why is apparently and apparently correct me if I'm wrong. There's only one alien X between all of the bends, right? Yes. So the so Chrono not Chrono Sapiens Celestial Sapiens live outside of the multiverse as a whole, and it is stated that Alien X is one celestial sapient that just travels throughout space and time to Ben when he needs it throughout all of throughout all of time it's that's it's, why he's so rare and pops it's, up so it's few not, in his omnitrix it's not well it not necessarily right? because it's, another Ben is just using it at the time no so okay oh. so we're not sure if it's across the multiverse like one celest one alien X is shared amongst like Ben 23 and like the other multiverse versions of Ben mm-hmm. but we know that throughout time like the different versions of Ben like at different points in time like the first time Ben uses it and then the last time Ben uses it it's the same alien. But you know they sit outside the multiverse, so they sit outside the concept of time within the within the universe. Yeah. So technically, they just like pop up in there, and then they just end up outside the multiverse again, and then just go back whenever he needs it. Because you know their concept of time is different because they don't sit within the same dimension or plane of existence as them. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's. It's pretty it's pretty crazy. No, the reason he doesn't use it like in the show is never like truly explained, but up until They did I know that they did like like lock him behind something but yeah, it was so because they, they had to put the keys and use yeah, the failsafe command. Yeah, in the Ultimatrix they modified it to have like uh they locked it behind keys. I think they they 
did it. I don't know why they did it. In case somebody had Oh, they did it in case Albedo stole it. No, because Albedo already had right? the sample. Oh. They did it in case like oh. somebody got a hold of the Omnitrix like Vilgax did in the season okay. finale of Alien Force. So like That's Albedo true. You wouldn't want to have that. Albedo technically already has so when Albedo Albedo got like launched into space at the end of Alien Force or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or at the end of Ultimate Alien or something like that. Well, or he was in the Null Void or something, right? He was in a yeah. They he put was, him in the Null Void. He was in some place where he should have died. Well, he just turned into Alien X. So we know that Alien X is shared between Ben and all of his versions of time and Albedo, because technically they pull from the same source, the Codon stream, back on Galvin Prime. Yeah. So technically. What he did was he never got Serena. Serena and Bellicus are the two heads. Yes. Uh, Serena and Bellicus didn't agree with Albedo, so technically he just stayed transformed and didn't die the entire time. <laughs> so instead funny. of eating, he just kind of stayed like a nigh um, immortal being. Yeah, man. Uh, I another thing like I love both designs for um, Alien X. Alien X just looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the fact that he's just space is really fun to me yeah um but the biggest thing for me i didn't know how they could possibly improve uh him from his ultimate alien form um well his his in ultimate alien force whatever um but like <laughs> then i saw his omniverse divi- design for the first time dude it's just the crimson chin yes that's what people call him. <laughs> well, I- <laughs> believe they just made him buffer and then give him a chin of like great god my favorite celestial so like i was saying before the reason that ben so the way that a celestial sapient works is that there are three minds within the body that have to agree to whatever decision the body's gonna make right so (laughs) alien x is a special exception because Serena and Bellicus are the only original part of the alien for the mind. And then the third mind's Ben, right? So yeah. it's it's Serena's like love and Bellicus's like distaste or hate, and like Ben's supposed to be the voice of reason. So mm-hmm. if they can't agree on something, if they can't have like a a, th- a three zero agreement, Alien X would do nothing. So the reason that he didn't use it for so long was because Alien X wouldn't, they wouldn't agree on anything. So, and it's not like time stopped for them. Time still moved around like the body. So Ben would just stand there. So what happened in the, in the episode in Omniverse is that he said that he said to Serena and Bellicus because they weren't listening to him that because they like to argue so much, they can argue forever if Ben got to control Alien X. And then they both agreed on it because they love arguing with each other. So, uh, that's why Ben has control of Alien X in Omniverse. Yeah. And he still doesn't use them very often. So. Still so cool. Still so cool. My number three. Well, this isn't my three. Mine's not in order. But my next one down the list is NRG. I really liked NRG. He's from Ultimate Alien. Uh, 
he's he's the alien that is like actually like plasma and radiation that hides within the suit that looks like a furnace. Yeah. Um, my favorite out of all of them, I love like the four Andromeda aliens. Um, I just think he's cool because like the suit is cool. I mean, it's just a walking oven. Um, yeah. Which, uh, funny enough, in a Discord server that I was a part of for a little bit, they called me Oven. It, it was weird because like I, they didn't know what, what username to call me. Like my my username is Lying Mask of Truth, right? So yeah. like, I was like, you guys can call me lying. People call me mask. People call me truth. I've never been called of though. And then somebody was just like, oh, so uh, we can call you of then. And I was just like, you can call me of then. Then somebody was just like, I can call you oven. Oh. So I was called oven in a discord server for a while. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I, I vibe with energy. I'm also an oven. I like, he was the one that like, what wasn't he like, German? Yeah. <laughs> I really liked energy. Energy made me laugh because of the German accent. I didn't really expect an alien to be German, but you know, like anything's possible. I also like that they gave him I think they gave supposed his to be Russian, actually. Oh, probably. R- Russian is probably more accurate. I've not heard energy's voice in a very long time. Um, I do like that they gave his head a handle uh, yes. in Omniverse. Yes, his head is a handle. Um, he also... Uh, in his like regular plasma form, he looks like um, a villain in a suit that the Scooby Doo gang just caught. <laughs> he looks you like a, you remember in Teen Titans when they did like the battle against the Master. There was the red guy that just had very similar powers to energy. Mm-hmm. It, it's just energy in Teen Titans. Oh. Um, yeah, I really like energy. I think it's very underutilized, but like they they use them in cool ways. Like there was one episode where like there's like a there was like a there was like a, a nuclear meltdown was about to happen or something like that, and Ben turned into him and just sucked up all the energy. Mm-hmm. Um very Captain Adam from DC. Um But yeah, um he's another one he's another alien that well technically is it ever stated whether the shell is like armor or a part of his body? Because technically, it was scanned so, along from with my, him. From my understanding, well, actually, it wasn't. Uh, it's it's like Goop's. Uh, it's one of those situations like uh, like with Goop's disc. Okay, because his if you remember his he body, can exist outside of it. Yeah, well, his body when scanned by so. The difference between the Omnitrix scanning an alien and the Ultimatrix scanning an alien is the Ultimatrix just takes the DNA sample and you transform exactly into it. Unlike the Omnitrix that turns you into the peak version of that DNA sample. So in the Ultimatrix, he just scanned like the radiation body. He didn't scan the armor. So I'm guessing the uh, the Ultimatrix Uh, and the Omnitrix are smart enough to just create a similar suit. I believe so. Which makes me think that there's room for modification. It's true. Um, it's true. He does look really cool. Uh, he kind of... I, I feel like if they can modify the suit, he sh- they should make it like that one Gem Knight fusion monster. Uh, or just like a Gem Knight card. Uh, random Yu-Gi-Oh insert here. Um, 
Yeah, what's your what's your number two? I'm very curious about this. My number two is our one and only Taku Star way big. I was debating way about big putting way big on here. So cool. I love Ultraman. I love Kaiju. I Kaijus. also love Ultraman. <laughs> I love big aliens, and he is the biggest alien. Um, uh, I think he's cool. Ultimate, uh, ultimate, uh, way big is even more of an Ultraman reference. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love, I love that he shoots a beam out of doing a pose. It makes me so happy. Um, it, it really just speaks to the fact that somebody on the Ben 10 design design team was just a really big fan of kaiju movies and and ultraman um and that just tickles my heart to see uh to see it exist in omniverse there's actually uh mutant toku stars uh that attack and invade earth oh they're purple that must have been horrifying for an earthling to see oh can you imagine like had to give up yeah they were getting they were getting invaded by the frog people. Uh-huh. Uh and the Toku stars landed and he fought one of them as Waybake and like ran out of like energy or like got tired and like five more fell onto Earth. And like he was just they were just like, Ben, you have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Waybake's like, awesome. He's he's the first movie alien we got. He is the first movie alien. And it's the way that they ended the movie too. Yeah. He just throws Vilgax like a baseball. Fucking, fucking um, Asmuth finally, finally a meeting Ben. He's like, you know, I was going to give this to you when you were older. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... He's... I, I definitely probably should have put him on my list, but um, yeah, it's okay. You, you did it for me. We're talking yeah, about exactly. it anyway. Um He's definitely cool. We definitely do have, like, some characters have strength feats against him, so he's not the strongest, but no, he's awesome. I would also say, uh, like to say, because it's, because it's, like, kind of forgotten about, because, like, even, like, from an outside perspective, you would look at him and be like, oh, he moves slow. No, he is as fat, he is, has an enhanced speed like Accelerate does and Fast Track. Why? <laughs> Why can this man move fast? <laughs> yeah, no, I. Webix, <clears throat> Webix, crazy. I, I love the laser attacks. They're the coolest part. They are absolutely. Um, what's what's your? <laughs> well, I, I don't have mine in order. I know you don't have it ordered, but this is what's your number eight. Blocks. Block the Lego guy. Oh, my I. God think blocks is so cool (laughs) when i saw him i thought he was so stupid but when i saw that ben could just make anything out of himself i was just like i like this also uh like i told you about skirt a lot of the time what skirt will do is he'll create a cannon a shoulder cannon that launches lego blocks at people using blocks dna and there's an episode where this giant Tyrannosaurus alien steps, steps on them. On a Lego. Yes, it's amazing. And he falls and he's defeated. Wow. 
I think blocks is so cool. Some people try to redesign blocks to make them more realistic because they don't they don't believe in the fact that there's a whole entire Lego world of aliens. But I like blocks. I need I need to be upfront and honest about blocks because I truly don't know that much about him. I do understand that he's a Lego alien. He's a Lego monkey. Um, great. <laughs> uh, blocks. Yeah. And then changing the art style super hard. But honestly, it was blocks that made that made me so disinterested. I did not watch Omniverse. I love blocks. I. <laughs> blocks makes me. Smile. But that sounds cool. Him. Uh, having a having a um a T-Rex step on a Lego is very funny. You know what you know what Ben 23 calls blocks? Cubes. Build a guy. Build dash a dash guy. I am going to harm. He calls ben a lot of people. He calls a lot of people guy. He's like Aster Phoenix in the Destiny Heroes. <laughs> what is what does he call accelerate? Speedy quick. Speedy quick. You know what he calls Stingfly? Mm-hmm. Big no, bug. I, big bug. No. <laughs> well, Speedy quick. Speedy quick is my number one alien. <laughs> I love accelerate. The fact that he has balls for his feet, the blue and black design looks just so slick. The the fact that he has a mask that comes down that is like some kind of weird DNA symbol is just so cool. Yeah, I I also also really like him. Accelerate's cool. There's the cool thing from the OG series in the baseball game where he like stops time around him. Yes. Like he's super fast. If it wasn't for the fact that Ben had a time limit, him with the master controls, like OG, uh, like OG Ben 10,000, literally, like he was like the Flash. Like he literally just patrolled the city constantly as Accelerate. Accelerate. And that's so smart. Yeah. Because you can easily do that. Dude, I love that he's like a Velociraptor. I hate Fast Track for the existence of Accelerate. Like, right. Because like, Fast Track just replaced Accelerate, right? And he's slower. Yeah. And he's slower. Why would you want Ben, I get it. You want to change your clothes. But when your options are between wearing some kind of t-shirt that has a hole in it or wearing like a designer shirt, why would you pick the one with the hole in it? So, so um, I just want, since uh, I, I really love Accelerate, he has some great moments. Uh, He's he's definitely underused outside of the OG series. He's definitely the like probably the most used besides like forearms or diamond head. Um, yes. But I want to talk about the names that Ben Twenty Three. No, you aliens. can't tell me that Ben Twenty Three's version of Kevin Eleven is Seven Seven. No, it's not. Seven Seven's actually Six Six's uh, part of Six Six's species. Oh. Um, and there's Eight Eight. Eight Eight's a girl. Um, so all of Ben 23, so instead of green, his colors are blue. Uh, so all of his aliens are blue. Even some of the aliens that just don't have green on their skin, like uh, as their skin tone or fur are just blue. Kind of like how Albedo has some red. 
Um, so let, I want to go through the names before I talk about my last one. Artiguana is Freeze Lizard. I'm gonna say these, and I'm gonna let you. I want to let you. Uh, yeah, let me let me guess what they are. Rolly because I don't know ro- what they are. Roll away. Cannonbolt. Electric, electric Yeti. Electric Yeti. Um. No. <laughs> electric Yeti. Uh. I've all one word. <laughs> oh. All one word. Great. Electric um, Yeti. What? What's? What's the Frankenstrike? Uh, shock squatch chuck squatch oh. shock squatch uh you already know about that i guy what what i guy it's just i guy <laughs> it's just i i guy toolbox upgrade no gray matter armadillo armadillo <laughs> Um, Nighty Night is Pesky Dust. You don't want, you didn't watch Omniverse, so I'm going to give that to you. Mr. You. Monkey. Spider Monkey. Yes. <laughs> Techno Bubble. Upgrade. Yes. Dino Mighty. Oh, humongous sword. <laughs> Freeze Ghost. Uh, Big Chill. Handyman. What? Forearms. Yes. <laughs> Lightning Volt. Lightning Volt. Uh, Frankenstrike? Yes. <clears throat> Brain Frog. Brainstorm? No. Uh, Brain Frog. What? Brain, Brain Frog. Brain Matter? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Giant Monster. Giant... Giant Manster. Manster, not Frankenstrike. No. <laughs> you already guessed Frankenstrike. Oh. oh, I did. Uh, Blitzwolfer. No. Giant Manster. Giant Man... Humongous Sword? No. I already guessed Humongous Sword. Way big? Yes. No. Giant Manster. Dog Nabbit. Wild Mutt. Charcoal Man. You blessed. Yes. Copy, copy. Echo, echo. No. Ditto. Yes. Muck a muck. Muck. Muck a muck? Yeah. You? Yeah. Orbit Man. You haven't watched it. Uh, It's Gravitech. Gravitech has gravity abilities. He's pretty cool. Oh. Mr. Mucky. Goop. No. Mucky. Mr. Mucky. Mr. Mucky. Water hazard? No. Up chuck. Swamp Arct- fire. No. <laughs> Oh, I think that's. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. What is some of these ones? Oh my gosh. Okay, 
you know you know about teeny weeny how wait what's what teeny weeny jury rig no teeny weeny it's nano mech nano do you want to guess who hose hands is Some hose gonna catch these hands. It's forearms? No, hose hands. Hose hands? It's water hazard. Water hazard? Oh, my. <laughs> my final alien, and it's probably like my favorite alien because, like, when it was introduced, I was like, this is me as an alien. Uh, Upchuck. I I think Upchuck really cool. <laughs> Upchuck Upchuck almost made my list. He he'd be my number ten. I I <laughs> you go ahead. He's just so funny and like the way that he just learns his abilities is just like he starts eating so he gets told to eat something and he's just like Bleh. and like he has an endless Wolf. void. He's like Kirby the alien. Um, he eats like a dwarf star at the end of Ben Ten. <laughs> At, at the end of the OG series before the movie. Um, oh, right. He does. And he just, he just eats it and blasts it back and doesn't destroy the universe from it. Um, yeah, he's great. I love his I love his color scheme in Omniverse. So in the OG series, they color him like lighter, lighter, right? Mm-hmm. And in Alien Force, they bring him back, but his design is like dark green right so they retcon this in omniverse by saying that there's two subspecies that there's subspecies of like uh upchuck species there's the perks and the mercs and they live in different swamps on the home world and the omnitrix actually has both of those species dna cataloged as the same species but different like variations of them interesting so technically if like I don't know if humans were ever cataloged in the in the Omnitrix, right? Because technically they're not. It's just Ben's DNA is the default host DNA of the Omnitrix, right? That technically, mm-hmm. like, someone from Asia and someone from Africa would be two different species categorized as humans in the Omnitrix, right? Yeah. Or, like, different species of monkeys, right? Or... Uh, um, simians or like gorillas and stuff like that or cats Mm -hmm. like lions tiger or yeah lions tigers and leopards and stuff oh my um or i guess the better thing would be like bugs or like different ants like same species different things but yeah i think it's really cool they retconned it so like what ben does is he becomes a mediator and transforms into like the different upchucks and like tries to get the two warring sides of the home world to like come together um, mm-hmm. he's great. He has weird tendrils that come out of his mouth when he tries to eat stuff. Um, he also doesn't consume actual food as Upchuck. He finds it disgusting. Um, but he finds metal completely delicious and in human form has coughed up metal that Upchuck has eaten. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Um, do you uh, do you have anything else to say? I mean, I feel like we can do like another episode about Ben Ten 
like about specific things, but oh, absolutely. Um, we can definitely go more into detail about our love and adoration for the series. There's the fusions. There's a future version of Ben 10 that has something called the Biomnitrix, where he can fuse two DNA samples. That's an Omniverse. Yes. Um, yes. I heard, I've heard about um, Atomics. Atomic X. Atomic X, which is like Ben's strongest alien, I want to say. Uh, it's so it, far. It's the two strongest aliens that he has combined together, but like, it gets wiped out by something that regular alien X shouldn't get wiped out by. Mm-hmm. So it got nerfed, or you know, they're not it, uh, alien X isn't like completely like immortal. He's just really like strong and durable and stuff. Um, but four Mungasaur is my favorite one. It's four arms and Humungasaur. It's he doesn't just have four arms. You know what he also has? Oh, ooh, a mustache. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say four something else. No, <laughs> legs. He could run faster. That's, Get your head out of the gutter. That sounds terrible. He's like a giraffe at that point. Or Arissa. Yeah, or or Arissa. Um. But yeah, and he he also seems to lose the ability to grow though, so that's kind of a nerf. But forearms. Mm. Um, there's also uh, there's a uh, humongoop. It's just humongosaur and goop. So it's mm. just goop in the shape of humongosaur. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, I don't have anything else to say. We didn't have a lot of news this week. Um, in the next episode, we're definitely going to be talking about Kenobi. And by that time after that, the episode after that, we're going to be talking about Miss Marvel. We have a set schedule that we have. It's just uh, today's episode. We decided to take it lax. Um, mostly because we didn't want to rush out content. And life's been busy. But uh, it's been a little crazy. Yeah, it's been crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else you'd like to say to the people before we get it? To the end of this? I've got nothing else to say to you people aside from I hope you have a wonderful day. Shout out to the Belgium viewers, by the way. Shout out to our Belgium boys and gals and non-binary pals. Yes. Um but Happy yeah. Pride, everyone. Yes. <laughs> um Yeah, um if you enjoy the show, um uh like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube, follow us on any platform, uh, Domestic Boyfriends Podcast on every streaming platform except Pandora. Pandora, pick it up. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, but we're on everything else. I am um, at lying underscore mask on Twitter. I am Vincent Barlow 8. And you can message uh, either of us or get a hold of us at Domestic BF Pod um, on Twitter as well. Um, Messages through there, comment on YouTube. Um, yeah, I, I, it, I, Vincent already knows this, but I actually got one of our banners printed on a playmat. We both play card games, um, and it looks amazing. And I think Vincent's going to get it too. Um, Absolutely. It, it looks pretty awesome. Uh, shout I'm out. Go I'm a, I'm a newly, um, um, I'm working at a newly founded card shop and I'm going to be heading, uh, it's a very family friendly place. Uh, and I'm going to be heading, um, the, my hero card game. 
so I need a family-friendly mat, which I do not have right now. Yeah, but so, I will soon. Yes, family-friendly. And I can wrap our podcast at the workplace. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to go to FNM and then freaking wreck people and be like, check out my podcast. And check out my podcast. Whenever somebody wipes my board, I'll be like, oh, hey, have you guys listened to Domestic <laughs> Boyfriend Podcast? Well, since my board's clear, I might as well look at these ads. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, thanks. Thank you guys for watching. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, just let us know. Uh, next episode is going to be Kenobi and our thoughts on that. I'm very excited about that. And yeah, shout out to Mover uh, Ultimate Maverick X uh, on DeviantArt and Twitter. He's our art guy. And yeah, thanks for listening. See you, beautiful people.